Hi guys, welcome to Therapeutic Convo with Jasmine. My name is Jasmine. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and professional counselor in Texas. I just wanted to say before I get started or, you know, get really into anything, I just want to take this time out to tell you guys how much I appreciate the support that I've been receiving from you guys, whether it be online by liking and sharing my page, um, you know, or even sending me text messages or well wishes or hell, even mental well wishes. I just wanted to... I just wanted to let you guys know that I receive it and I appreciate it. And I hope you guys can continue to share um, all the content that I share out there because I hope, you know, out of this podcast that I can help someone grow, you know, or attain tools that they didn't have before. Because what's more important to me is being able to ask people who I wouldn't access people I wouldn't readily have access to you know, for whatever reason, whether it be region, I mean, I don't personally know you or, you know, you just don't have access to care that will lead you in a place to work with a mental health professional. So maybe you don't even have access to a mental health professional as well. Of course, this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for seeing a, seeking a licensed professional. However, I created this podcast more so, and also my content to be a supplement for the work that you're already doing within yourself. And speaking of self-work, also today I was going to focus on the own self-work that I've done and what's even led me to this place of saying, hey, now I feel like the next stage of my life is creating online content and also, um, you know, providing services online to individuals in the state of Texas and how I got to that place of saying, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. All righty, guys. So those of you who don't know me, I think, what was it like two weeks ago? I want to say I went on a fast and by fast, I mean, not, not eating. Of course I was eating, but by fast, I just meant, I mean, more so I went on a week cleanse of, you know, removing myself from social and too much of social interaction with others outside of work and essential interaction and also removing myself off of social media or anything that serves as a distraction for me and just getting refocused and realigning myself with who Jasmine in essence is or whatnot. So I did that for a week. Um, it went really, really well. So during that time, of course, the only people I really had contact were people that I had to have contact because of, you know, professional responsibilities that I had or, you know, maybe projects I've been working on with some friends, you know, so I had to contact them and, you know, the essential contact that I've made with my family members just to let them know that I'm okay and nothing has happened to me. And of course, my little one, of course, that's a given, you know, he, he is always around no matter what. So that's a given. So if you have Jasmine, you have him. So, um, that's understood. But anywho, before I went on a fast, the thing that I did was I just reached out to my family and friends and just let them know that, hey, guys, I'm going to be taking a moment to myself because I feel kind of out of alignment with who I am right now. I'm finding myself getting really distracted and I don't really have a lot of focus and I'm just trying to get myself back together so I can realign myself with what's important to me, um, realigning myself with my purpose in this world, what I feel that my purpose is. So they understood, you know, pretty much all of them respected it. And if not, I just, you know, reinforced that boundary whenever that did happen to where someone was like, oh, you know, Jasmine, this, this, and that. And I'm like, hey, you know, I appreciate you reaching out. But right now, you know, if it's not an emergency, I can't really talk. Um, you know, if, if it's an emergency, feel free to call me. But right now I'm just really focused on this project that I've been working on, which I was working on the projects and we'll get to that. Um, but the main reason 
I decided that I wanted to do a fast is because I found myself just feeling drained, um, emotionally drained, um, and felt like I just was depleted. Um, you know, ever since, I mean, even before the pandemic happened, I just was in this place that I was just more so focused on safety and security and just getting through the day, you know, um, just doing what I had to do, you know, because I was in this new phase of my life. I, my son is one now. So for the past year, um, his birthday is August. So the past year, I've just been in this survival mode. I've just been focusing on getting things done so I can be to this place to where I can breathe and just rest and focus on new endeavors. So I wasn't fully licensed yet, so I was still working on that. I still had a full-time job and now I'm a parent. And my main priority is being a parent and make sure that I'm able to, you know, of course, provide for my son and maintain a home. So that's where my focus has been. And I find I found through all of that. Uh, oh, and I also I was doing some health is related issues related to, you know, my pregnancy as well. So my focus was more so just maintaining safety and security, um, you know, just basic needs, safety, security, um, making sure that I'm taken care of. Um, physically, make sure my son is taken care of, you know, mentally, physically, you know, overall or whatnot. So my day-to-day was just, you know, getting up early in the morning, taking care of my son, taking him to daycare, going to work, rushing back home to get my son from daycare, and then going back home and getting up and do it again. You know, and I kind of got burnt out on that. Um, and I found myself just, you know, being more so task-related and, you know, just, I don't know, I just, I just, I was just tired. I was really, really tired, you know, and then I had some personal issues that had occurred in my life as well, you know, in relationship to someone. And that was also pretty draining in my life. And I found myself at a place to where I was just giving too much of myself for too many people. And it was, and I wasn't giving any of that back to myself. Because if you think about it, I mean, of course, I'm a mental health professional. So my role and my responsibility is being, um, you know, emotionally available to someone, Um, you know, of course, appropriately and professionally, but however, being a therapist is quite different, you know, than other professions, because, you know, as a part of your job, you're available, you know, there's so much of yourself you give access to. And if you're not cognizant of that, you can burn out very quickly, you know, and certain jobs that we work in a mental health professional, they require a lot of you. You know, they really take a toll on you if you're not cognizant of everything that's going on or how it may be impacting you and also in your personal life. You know, if you think about it, you're working this job, you know, working you as a therapist, um, you're giving all of this to yourself. And when you come home, you know, you may have friends, you may have families or based on the role that you've played historically in your life to where you are readily available to people all the time, you know, um, I like to consider myself more of an empathic person. I mean, of course, I'm a therapist, right? Um, However, I notice sometimes that carryovers in my own life, like I'm usually the go-to person, um, you know, that's always there, that's always available and always accessible to people. You know, just giving so much of my emotional currency away and not really having time to focus on myself. Um, So if you think of it that way, like if you think, professionally, you're doing that. And if you're not checking it when you're going home, you know, you are communicating to others that, hey, I'm 
available. I'm emotionally available. Even if you don't verbally say it, if you're constantly answering phone calls, you're constantly engaging with others, you're constantly being there for somebody to be a support, kind of like um, somebody you can always rely and depend on, you know, which is great. You should be reliable. You should be dependable. You know, I would hope. But if it's when it's not to your own detriment, some days we just don't have it. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Some days we just don't have it. And that's OK. But anywho, I got to the place I just found myself just really drained. Um, I didn't have it to give anymore. You know, and I'm like, you know, this is not okay. Um, so I decided, hey, I need to get rid of rid myself of all these distractions that I have going on right now. And I need to focus because right now I'm just more consumed with tasks. I'm not even in the present. I'm not even even thinking about, you know, things that I would like to do in the future. Because ever since I was younger, I've always been this way. This is just who I am. I'm an extremely ambitious person. I'm always working on something, you know, I'm always working on how can I improve myself? How can I, you know, do, how can I be the best version of myself, right? And give back into my own community because that's very important to me. Um, but anyways, I had to cut myself from all distractions or anything that was consuming um, too much of my attention and taking away from myself. And for that week, I was intentional about giving into myself. I even bought this stack of therapy cards. They're called, um, I think My Therapy Cards by Dr. Ebony. She's outside in Austin, outside of Austin and whatnot. Um, she's a licensed therapist as well. So I bought those cards and they're supposed to be for like, um, you know, more so like self-discovery, mindfulness, you know, self-exploration to help you access the, you know, the best version of yourself, you know, by covering things that may be going on for you right now in your life. So one some of those things may include like, you know, how much time are you giving to yourself? You know, what is, what's hard about saying no, you know, um, what are some emotions that are hard for you to sit with? What are some things that, what are some things that you've done that you haven't been the most proud of, you know, or how, when you feel a certain emotion, like, you know, was it, was it the best emotion or the best reaction? Are you proud of it or whatnot? So more so a whole bunch of ton of self-exploration. So I said I would do that. I got Dr. Ebony's cards and I said I would sit down each day and I would focus on a different card, you know, so I can be more mindful and more in tune with who Jasmine is and thinking more critically, you know, and also just getting more in touch with my core values and beliefs again. And also I was, you know, being intentional about being reconnected spiritually. Now, I'm not the most religious person. I'm more so spiritual, more so I have a relate. I, I have a relationship with God, and that is an important relationship to me in my life. And I find myself, even when I was going through that stage where I was just really distracted by things going on in my life, and more so just focusing on survival, I was uh, neglecting that part of myself. And I think what's so important with that is because if that is something that's in essence of your core beliefs, um, a core value for you. And then you're not, you're not attuning to that. I feel that's where you get most of your currency from. That's where you get so much stock from, so much investment, so much currency that goes into you, if that makes sense. All of who you are is rooted in your core values and belief. And if you find yourself navigating for things that are important to you, that are meaningful to you, that is a clue that it's time to check in with you or even seek a therapist if it's, you know, if it's to the extreme. And by extreme, it's just like you're not engaging in these behaviors anymore. You're not 
doing the things that you like to do anymore and you're just so withdrawn from social interaction of other people's and that's even more concerning but i just mean that's just a way to gauge you know whether if you're out of alignment with you know what's going on with you or whatnot that's just one of the clues that you can look for if you're noticing you're not engaging in activities that you used to enjoy you know you're not doing the things that you like to do anymore and one thing for me i noticed that i was getting away from more so my spiritual connection and i was just getting more so focused on i would call you know guys excuse my language um just stupid stuff you know stuff that's just not important like what this person did what this person said and it's just like Eh, in hindsight, all of that's not important. At the end of the day, to me, what's the most important is just your overall well-being and what you're contributing to this world. And if you are doing the things that you want to do with yourself in your life, that's the most important. So getting back to that fast. So with my fast, I was intentional about connecting spiritually again, um, because I feel that I get so much energy, so much, I don't know, I feel, I feel so Ah, for lack of a better term, I just feel more connected with me when I'm engaging in spiritual activity, like watching um, like services online. Of course, if it wasn't COVID, I would probably be going back to church again or whatnot. And that was another thing. I moved far away from, you know, my church that I was going to that I really enjoyed and I really connected there um, spiritually. And it, it really provided a lot for me, a lot of substance for me or whatnot. But anyways, I started watching some of my church's podcasts podcast and some of my church's videos on YouTube. And one of the church branches is actually by a different pastors. His daughter is Sarah Jakes. And I've been listening to her a lot. And I really have been enjoying listening to her because I feel like she's so relatable. You know, she's went through a lot in her life. You know, she's a very resilient woman. Um, and she, you know, has spent her more recent life, you know, more recent days, you know, giving back to others and trying to help people heal and grow. Um, through her platform, you know, through her position and through her position as a pastor, which I really resonate with. But some of her messages that I have been listening to or watching, they've been very um, helpful for me um, connecting spiritually because she talks about, I don't know, I don't know what be going on sometimes. It just seems like when you turn on that channel, whatever thought that might have been clouding my head that day, she kind of redresses it. And I'm like, wow, I really like this. Or whatnot. So that was important for me. Another thing that was important for me that I felt like I was neglecting was spending quality time with my son. And that's another thing that I, you know, I said that I wouldn't be intentional about um, was being more present in the moment with my son and taking times, you know, to to turn off all distractions, phones, laptops, work stuff, even stuff that's like, you know, even stuff like this, you know, even online content and just solely spend that time with my son, whether that be us just, you know, making something together, cooking, eating together, you know, going to, I don't know, Target. We live for Target, <laughs> going to Target, um, going to parks, taking walks, you know, just spending quality time together. That was another thing that I was intentional about because ever since my I had my son, I was just been focused on, you know, more so just surviving and making sure that he's taken care of, that I really wasn't focused on that part quality time part. I more so was focused on just being a parent um, and making sure my son stays alive, you know, for lack of better uh, term, just stay alive, breathing, you know, eating or whatnot. Um, getting to his doctor's appointments that I wasn't enjoying my, you know, my relationship with my son or, you know, developing a more so 
um, more so an emotional relationship with my son, if that makes sense, because we weren't really connecting in that way. It was more so tasks. Let me make sure this is done for my son. Let me make sure my son gets here. And, you know, I think we all do that, you know, as parents to some point, you know, we sometimes we put our kids before ourselves, our needs, we put their needs at the forefront. And sometimes we neglect ourselves because of that. And sometimes we even neglect them, um, not neglect, not CPS neglect, but more so neglecting spending quality time or taking advantage of quality time with them or being intentional about it because we're so focused on getting that need met. We aren't focused on the other things which are, you know, spending that quality time and connecting with your child and doing things that are going to be meaningful in the long run because you're, you know, you're establishing, um, you know, different things that will contribute to your relationship overall outside of financial responsibility and um, safety, if that makes sense. Uh, more so building a relationship, you know, more of a foundation for a stronger relationship as they grow. So that was another thing that was really important to me, just making sure I spend quality time with my son. I'm trying to think, I think those were the main things, just more so spirituality, um, limiting distractions, spending quality time with my son. Oh, and another thing was doing things that I actually like to do for myself, you know, whether that be getting my hair, which I was doing that, but I kind of got away from that a little bit. Um, you know, just getting my hair done, getting my nails done and making sure that I was taking care of myself, you know, buying things that I want. It doesn't necessarily have to be a need. And that was another thing that I was doing too, just more so focusing on basic necessity or whatnot. I wasn't really focusing on the other needs that I have, you know, the needs of feeling like an individual at the end of the day, you know, just because you have a kid and you have all these responsibilities, that doesn't give you permission to neglect yourself. Or sometimes we use that as permission to neglect ourselves, and, you know, our individual self, because there are different versions of ourselves, but the individual self is often neglected, which is not great either. You know, we have to spend that time to give back to you give back to ourselves. And another thing I said too, you know, all the energy that I would invest in other people all the time, I said, you know what, during this fast, I'm investing that in Jasmine, you know, just like how I would be there for someone just to listen to them. You know what, Jasmine, you need to spend quality time with yourself and be, um, <laughs> be alone with yourself and be alone with your thoughts and really figure out what does Jasmine need? What does Jasmine feel like she's not getting in? How can I nourish that part of Jasmine? you know, to help Jasmine be the best version of herself. And I think out of all of that, you know, the main thing I gained from my fast after it was done after a week, it was amazing. Okay, guys, before I get too far, I just want to say that was an amazing experience. Um, I just felt so free when I wake up in the morning. I had less stress, less worry. And then towards the end of my fast, I was getting more clarity on about the, about the things that I wanted to do um, with myself you know, whether it be professionally or with my son and not, I don't know what was going on, but at the end of that fast, I felt more clear. You know, the things that bother me, they didn't bother me that much at the end of the fast um, because I was more so getting connected with the things that are truly important. I think so much, so often, not so much, so much of the time and so often, you know, we get so focused on things that just aren't, you know, aren't, truly that important, you know, when everything's said and done, you know, what's the most important to you? You know, is it being right or wrong in an argument or is it having yourself feel fulfilled, you know, or whatnot, paying attention to that part of yourself that needs nourishment, that needs fulfillment. 
So anywho, out of that fast, I was able to have way more mental clarity. And that led me to say that, you know, to put fear aside, because fear is another thing that pops up for me. Because, you know, I've said consistently throughout this podcast, um, just safety and security and surviving has been the most important to me for the past year, you know, just in the events of everything that's going on, you know, and also being a new parent or whatnot. So just allowing fear to step aside or, you know, more so when I was doing the fast, I was getting curious about my fears and letting them inform me and not control me and allow them to control the decisions that I was making. Because that's another thing I forgot to mention, you guys. I noticed myself making fear-based decisions. And sometimes, you know, it's out of our awareness what we're doing, but we do it quite often. If you think of it, like, for example, if you... If you're like, well, I can't do this because this may happen, um, which may be true, but it's kind of like you'll take that one experience and you'll hold that as truth, you know, as the end all be all. And that's what it is. You know, if I do this, this is going to happen, you know, and that way you and after that, you're only navigating your decisions based off of fear, you know. For example, I don't want to start a practice because it's going to be a lot of work. You know, is it really that you don't want to start an online practice or is it your fear that, hey, you know, this work is going to be too much for me and I don't want to fail, you know? And if I decide to not do an online practice and do some of the things that I wanted to do, it would be more so fear-based, fear-based that things are not going to go right. But that's not a healthy nor a rational way um, to make decisions. Um, so I allowed fear to take a seat back, you know, through my fast, I was able to process some of those fears and, you know, where they came from or just the unhealthy habits that I have myself that have kept me stuck, um, where I'm at and from progressing. And I was able to explore some of that, some of that during my fast as well. So at the end of my fast, you know, I had way more appreciation for my son and my relationship with my son. I had way more appreciation for myself and the resiliency that I've had through the years. And I've had way more focus. I decided that, hey, you know, I can do this private practice online. It's not as hard or it's not um, not practical. You know, it's very practical. I can get it done. You know, it's just a ton of research I've been done doing, connecting with my old supervisor, mentors, and, you know, other therapists that I know to assist me through the process, but it's very doable. You know, I was no longer allowing fear to be at the center of my decision-making process. Um, I was spending more time with my son, of course. And then another thing that I got out of that fast, even just my social, um, my, like my knee-jerk reaction, right? Or my response to, you know, being messaged or being called, um, initially, like if I see someone texting me or calling me, like it's an immediacy, like, oh, I have to respond. I have to respond. So it's like I unconditioned myself to be just so accessible and readily available to people. I find myself even leaving my phone just in random places. I mean, not like a Walmart because you know, I ain't trying to get my phone stole. But I was finding myself leaving my phone in my apartment. And, you know, I was forgetting about my phone. I was forgetting about, you know, all of my social media accounts. And I was able to have way more discernment and being able to decipher, you know, between, you know, is this really something I need to engage in right now? You know, just setting up more boundaries for myself and protecting my overall, you know, peace, mental well-being and peace. 
or whatnot. So that was another thing that came out of it. And then one of the other things that came from it, of course, I said professionally, career-wise, now I'm like, okay, I can do these things. I realize there are a lot of things, a lot of fear that was standing in my way from accomplishing some of my goals. And when I was able to process through my fast, you know, instead of coming up with all these negative reasons as to why I couldn't do something, how it's not the right time, you know, it's not practical, I'm going to go broke, all this and that, you know, it's not safe. A nine to five is very safe. Um, I was able to, you know, process that fear and get have the courage to say, you know what, I am going to start my online private practice. I'm going to develop online content because that's going to nourish that part of myself that likes creativity, that likes to give back, that likes to connect with others in a healthy way, you know, that's also beneficial to me and also could be potentially beneficial to others. So hopefully, you know, you guys get something out of this podcast and, you know, me sharing content or whatnot, because my main goal is just to connect with others and help provide tools, resources to grow, you know, and I know a lot of people don't have access to mental health um, services or, you know, just different concepts or information out there. And I want to share with you guys the things that I've learned over the years that have been helpful for me to grow, um, not just clinically, but all, you know, personally as well. So hopefully we can accomplish that through this podcast. Um, so of course, guys, um, like I said, stay tuned. This was my first podcast, y'all. We got through it. I know it was a little bit rough, you know, and I kind of got on a tangent in a few spots, but you know, over time, you know, uh, I'll figure out, you know, different things as I grow and learn, you know, to make things a little bit more, make things a little bit more efficient, um, you know, more focused. And of course, I'm always looking to collaborate with others. So if you're a therapist, I don't know if you're a self-help, you're trying to get into self-help or you're really passionate about a topic, feel free to reach out to me. You don't have to be a mental health professional. You just need to be somebody who's, you know, passionate or, you know, even interested in a topic, you know, discussing a topic and we'll go from there. And of course, I know I shared my link on, I think it was Facebook and it's on my Facebook Therapeutic Convo page, but I also shared it on Instagram as like a screenshot, but I can reshare that with you guys again, or you could just go to my page on Facebook at Therapeutic Convo with Jasmine and take the survey, you know, tell me what you think. What are some topics that you want me to cover or what are some people you want me to bring on my podcast? Who are some people? Not what are some people? Goodness. Who are some people you want me to bring on my uh, podcast so we can, you know, engage in conversations that are therapeutic in nature? Because I like to call, com- I like to call my conversations therapeutic conversations and not more so referred to anything too clinical wise, if that makes sense. Um, because I want to get away from that. I want to normalize us having, you know, conversations that help us all grow and better ourselves by learning tools that, you know, that might be things that you would find traditionally if you went to counseling. So I just wanted to make that accessible to, you know, people out there who don't have access, you know, because pretty much everybody has access to like um, online or um, social networks and stuff like that, hell, or even other people. So you guys, like I said, Feel free to send me some feedback, some comments, or some things you want me to cover. Like I said, this is just my first podcast, but I'm glad we got through it. You know, over time, I hope things will get a lot better. So, I'll, you know, as I like I said, as I grow, you know, I appreciate you guys um, supporting me and sticking it out with me. And I hope to have more to, uh, to share with you guys going forward. And of course, my next topics, 
you know, they, they probably will be more specific, but I just wanted to introduce you guys to myself and just tell you guys a little bit about my fast experience and go from there. Again, you know, feel free to message me on Instagram or my Facebook page at Therapeutic Convo with Jasmine, or you can email me at jasmine at therapeuticconvo.com. Um, my business card is on both of my pages, Facebook and Instagram. And I also have a YouTube channel that I will be publishing my podcast to as well. So you guys can like and share it. Again, I appreciate you guys coming and tuning in. And that was Therapeutic Convo with Jasmine.